Welcome to another episode of the Big DK Energy Podcast. I'm your host, DK, or Danny Carenter as my friends call me. And the guest sitting across from me today is one of Orlando's finest artists. But not only is she an artist in the terms of painting medium, she's also a multi-instrumentalist and a kick-ass graphic designer. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, put your fins together for today's guest, Miss Shelby Swigert. Yay! Thanks, Danny. <laughs> Very excited to be here. Thanks for coming today. Yeah, of course. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah, I was going through my uh, Insta feed, and then I just remembered that you're just such a oasis of creativity <laughs> in this in this tech driven town. That means a lot. Thank you. Yeah, that's definitely definitely the goal to utilize all the talents and put it to good use absolutely so. so besides just like painting and whatnot what other kind of mediums are like your favorite to uh, work with yeah. as an artist so i mean i guess i grew up doing acrylics a lot so like you mentioned the painting. like the nails no <laughs> acrylic paints oh, okay got it <laughs> yeah. that is a good point um so yeah acrylics watercolor for the painting and then I also, I mean, you know, as we work together at Nightthon, but lots of video production sometimes or audio. Um, I definitely had a small, small singing career in the works. Um, so that was a great time. <laughs> but then I transitioned over to more painting. So, yeah. Wow. That, yeah. wow. You're just an artist in all, in all ways love, possible. Yeah. Love the creativity. It keeps me going. <laughs> Like, did you notice from an early age that you've always been kind of a creative person? Yeah, I guess um, I really attribute it to my dad and my mom. They're both very creative in their own way. My dad actually went to school for graphic design. Oh, really? Um, uh, where? Uh, over in UTC, so Tennessee, Chattanooga. Okay, got so it. very you know small school, but I he... think they I think they mentioned that school during a Keen Peel prank. Did or, they? Or a skit? Yeah. That would be interesting. I think they definitely. Yeah, did. maybe I'll have to go look now. <laughs> so he went to school there and he realized that it didn't pay as much as he hoped for at the time so he switched to sales overall he's kind of an inspiration and then my mom is as well because she's very creative and crafty in her own way and she also utilizes her bright spirit and personality to like make sure others are happy so i kind of just integrate the two excellent yeah <laughs> is your mom an artist as well or she's an artist in the sense of she's more creative I don't more like creatively thinking okay got it yeah so she's more crafty and artsy um so like she's the one who always has the goodie bags at the parties or like decorations or like um she'll make like gifts bags and like cute little like artsy bows and all that jazz so the way you describe it I could get a goodie bag from your mom of like you know three marbles and maybe like (laughs) a lottery ticket and i feel like she would make it look so presentable be like this is the best goodie bag i've ever gotten literally that's what she does (laughs) that's amazing that that your mom can make something so minimal and minuscule and just make it something into art exactly there was one time where i even tried to get her to do her own little business of like making like sunshine buckets so like because she gives like buckets of like yellow things so like I don't know, yellow bubbles, yellow food, like all kinds of like little things in this bucket. And it's like a happiness bucket. And she would give it to like people who were having a bad day or like whatever. So one time I was like, mom, you could make that into a business. Cause you know, my entrepreneur mind was like, this could be a thing. And she was like, oh, I could, (laughs) but yeah. (laughs) 
my stepmom is kind of the same way with me about that whole thing. But, uh, you know, it's kind of good to have that entrepreneurial mind, yeah. especially in today's mindset, because being in a capitalist economy, you kind of have to build your own way. Yeah. Which, of course, there's a whole lot of there's a whole lot of grind that we're not going to go into. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> Oh, good. I need to make sure mine's off. Folks, please make sure that your phones are on silent during the recording. Thank you very much. And now back to the show. So the Sunshine Bucket, so that's something I've literally never heard of. Yeah, she just came up with it and just ran with it. I mean, she doesn't do it for a business. I just thought of the business idea. I was Mm -hmm. like, this would be fun, but yeah. I think it'd be a great idea as a business. Yeah. Right? I I even drew up like a whole plan for her. I was like, you can market here. You could do this. So this is kind of the opposite of what you're saying, but it's kind of the same idea. Um, apparently there's like a there's there's a weird shipping service that you can send animal waste like a box of it to like somebody for like a certain price. And so so I'm not saying your mom is equivalent to that idea, but she's like the opposite of that. So instead of Roger that instead of like a pile of crap, it's a pile of happiness. I didn't even know that was a thing. I, I love looking up random facts, and that just popped up one day. That's impressive. Yeah. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't making bank. Yeah. Because that's that's so much shade. But, yeah. <laughs> and in the worst way possible. And someone, and then I'm thinking, man, someone actually came up with this. No, really? Yeah. And then they have to find a way to, um, you know for shipping or like you know product yeah yeah it's it's like what do they like team of like local farms and something i don't know i don't want to go into that (laughs) but anyway back into the painting yes yes (laughs) you said you started at a young age when it came to your creativity yeah and so and you've been kind of always fostered in a very creative environment because of your parents they've been very kind of free-spirited yes in a sense yeah um is your is your the rest of your family like that as well my, like sibling wise yeah my sister's actually very creative musically and she loves theater she was our theater girl so <laughs> i was definitely the opposite of theater so well i had the musical talent but like performing wise i guess i more so was like to myself um so weren't you also an athlete in yeah, high school yeah i was <laughs> soccer was my sport was what about a, you did you play sports i grew up playing hockey actually hockey nice yeah cool, cool. yeah my dad's from new york and uh, kind of brought his love of hockey down to the sunshine oh, that's state so awesome. soccer yeah that's the total opposite of a theater kid because theater kids don't play sports last time i checked yes last time i checked yeah. <laughs> um yeah she wasn't too and i mean my mom, I'm very grateful because our family like let us try everything we wanted to try. So there were even times when I would do archery. We did, um, what else did we do? We learned how to dance. We, they put us in any extracurricular to see like if we liked it and if that was our thing. Oops. So we definitely picked up pretty fast like what we loved. And yeah, theater was Avery's. And then mine was more the arts and photography and painting and how Literally many, anything I could get creatively. <laughs> how many siblings do you have? Just one. Just okay. Avery. So I'm the older sister. She's younger. Um, the older I, kid. Yeah. Nice. I call her my little sister, but she's not so little anymore. But is she's she ta- like... Is she taller than you? 22. No, she's... Well, we're about the same height, but like age-wise, she's like 22 now. We're growing old. <laughs> Got it. My, my sister is 22 and I'm 26, but I still treat yeah. her like she's five. <laughs> no, exactly. And then I'll look at pictures and I'm like, oh, you're still a baby in my eyes. But <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. I feel yeah. like I just embarrass my sister wherever we go. Yeah. 
I'm just like, hi, Hannah. What did you learn today at school? And she's like, Dan, I have to go to work. And like, you have to go to big girl work. Yay. It's just kind of the, it's just the baggage of being the older sibling. Yep. Yep. Comes with the responsibilities. So since you've, since you grew up in in this um, artistic environment, and you have that entrepreneurial mindset. Tell us about um, your business or your your businesses. Yeah, of course. So the entrepreneurship route wasn't necessarily planned. Um, it kind of just happened because... When did it start for you? Ooh, I guess I would say it was around like 10. I mean, I wouldn't even say 10. But that's when I was starting to like sell artwork to my family members. Oh? <laughs> um. Yeah, not even sell, but like I'd paint a picture and then my grandma would like give me a couple dollars for it and say, you could, you could sell this. And I'm like, oh, really? Like, you know, of course, they're family. So not going to lie. I feel like, I feel like just by doing that, you've sold more pieces of art than more (laughs) artists today. Oh, you're sweet. But yeah. So, and then 14 at age 14 is when I got my first camera. And so I would go around to my aunts and uncles and take pictures of like their kids and I'd go back to them and show it to them and they'd be like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. But of course it's their kids. So I was, I didn't, you Correct. know. So is it amazing? It isn't, was it amazing or was it, you know, so anyway. It's your family. So we'll say yes. Yes. Yeah, so I had to develop my talent over time, but um, that was where the photography started. So that's really how my business started with photography so i did photo shoots i did grad shoots high school grad shoots um so yeah so that's where the photography started but then um gradually it started to move into um more painting and more custom orders as people realized that i was also artistically inclined with my um painting so yeah that's when i started doing custom orders and then of course, college hit, and then being in a sorority, there's a million, trillion, billion things to paint and paint, paint, paint. So, man, honestly, yeah. you could have hustled with all the crafts that uh, sorority yeah. girls need to do. <laughs> Just be like seventy-five dollars per piece, and next thing you know, you have over hundred girls. That's yeah, seventy-five hundred. I don't know. I can't do math. I know anymore. it was honestly a really. I'm very grateful for that market because there were a lot of opportunities for me to grow and. Um, so like grad caps, painting grad caps, that was a thing. So then I could charge for that. And like just little things that you don't think of that I I could make money off of. So that's kind of how it started. So it wasn't even like a, a like conscious choice of like, oh, I'm going to make a business. But it was more people were asking me and I was like, sure, I'll do it. You know, why not cash? Yeah. On? Why not get some extra cash for, you know, so you have a skill. Why not? You know, yeah. run with it. so so that's kind of how it started. And then. Um, one of my best friends in college, we started a little small business together called Everbee and it was like our baby and we had so much fun with it. And I guess that was the first real taste of what owning a business was like because it was very structured and I had a partner. Um, and so it was pretty intense just with, while the products itself weren't that intense, it, we did a lot of like paper goods, cards, you know, um, prints, posters. So while that wasn't necessarily the hard part, the hard part was learning how to organize and manage and budget and taxes and LLCs. Taxes kick your ass. Oh, they're awful. I'm literally, I have to go home after this and submit my taxes because I pushed them back. But yeah, they're literally the worst. So (laughs) learning that wasn't fun, but. One of the most adult things you can learn is that all the money that you make is not yours. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, so that was a hard realization, but we, we, we pushed through, and then eventually we did have to stop the business because she was moving, and I was staying, and I was realizing maybe that was something that I wanted to take full-time, or debating it at least, so um, yeah, so then I just started it back up with officially starting, officially starting Shelby Swigert um, LLC, so Good for you. Uh, yeah. So that that's, should that yeah. should definitely help with the taxes, especially. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is nice. So that's kind of where it all came together, and seeing how like past experiences helped propel to that moment. So excellent. And then that's where I took um, the photography, and then the custom orders full force. Nice. So, so yeah. one of the most impressive things that I've ever seen you do, or like the thing that impresses me the most, is the <laughs> wedding paintings. Yes, thank you. That was honestly a recent thing too, which is kind of crazy. But um, when the pandemic hit, I had just started doing wedding paintings. So, because I remember doing a poll on Instagram and being like, if I did like a free wedding painting for someone, like I want to try this out. And so one of my good friends actually replied and I was able to do that for her. So it was awesome. And it actually ended up being a sketch because I didn't realize the regulations of like painting at venues and like liabilities. So there is like painting issues with. Yeah, I mean, I was shocked, but I guess like you can't paint on like if you're painting on grass and it it drips and it Uh, gets, you know, so. mm -hmm. um, So insurance purposes, it's smart. to So. Wow. Once I realized there was that whole thing to do, I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll sketch it. <laughs> so, you know, did that, and it was awesome, and it was really cool. And then the pandemic hit, so, of course, that was on hold. But then that kind of propelled more of the custom orders, doing it photo-based. So that was nice to get that kind of break. Yeah, folks, she literally sketches out the entire map of universities. <laughs> yes. You, kind of... You know, as someone on the spectrum, not saying not saying you are autistic, but you remind me of like the autistic savants who could literally look at the yeah. skyline of New York City just for like five oh, minutes and can the, draw it from memory. That is the most incredible thing. I know exactly what you're talking about and I've seen that video and that's impressive. But I want to be that good at something. You are Danny K. You are so good. Are you kidding? Look at this setup right here. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> it's, it's little homey, but it's mine. <laughs> But yeah, no, honestly, the custom maps or not custom maps eventually, but the maps were something that I really enjoyed and was a season where I felt really proud of myself. It was something that it brought in a good income and it was like, okay, that this could work. And yeah, but I will say as a creative, like my passions come and go in waves, I guess. So like one moment I'm really enthusiastic about photography and the next I'm like custom orders and um, then I'm like, oh, I love digital art. So Um, I think that's one thing I valued where I used to think it was a weakness, but I really value being able to have multi different things that I'm involved in. Being a a jack of all trades or Jill of all trades, depending on where you want to go with that. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's what I mean, you know, that will make you stand out over someone that's just a photographer, over someone that's just a painter. Yeah. It's just being that uh, multi pronged attack that. You kind of have to do nowadays because no, competition exactly. competition's ramping up, and yeah. um, you have to always do something to one up somebody. I mean, yeah, it's not anything against anybody. That's just how nature is. I mean, luckily we're not out in the wild killing each other, so that's nice. Yeah, very true. <laughs> that would be bad. <laughs> I was kind of thinking about it the other day. It's just like you know we always marvel at like animals like tigers and bears, and it's just that you know if we ever saw one in the wild, we'd be scared as heck. Oh yeah. But, um, you know, we're kind of lucky that, you know, 
we live in like places like this that are somewhat encapsulated so that that doesn't happen (laughs) yes very good thankful for florida for that reason we now have to build things off the ground because it's gators can't reach us then yep now our issue is gators yep (laughs) <laughs> Although, actually, um, the other day I saw um, a video on YouTube about a drone that was flying over um, some crocodiles, and one of the crocodiles leaped out of the water and brought it down. No! Yep, and so um, oh, it was it was at a it was at some, like, refuge park or something like that, so, you know, the staff, they were able to um, get the drone, and, um, like, from the bottom of the, of, the, of the exhibit cage, whatever you want to call right. it, and um, they somehow were able to fight it after two weeks, and so the card was still intact, and... Um, they managed to see the last <gasps> little snippet of the crocodile with its jaw. Bring it Holy down. Holy moly. That's crazy. That's cool that they got to keep the footage, though. Yeah. Oh, that actually reminds me of something else. Um, it was this um, video of, like, a, a tiger attack in India. So, like, I guess somehow India has mount- mounted police on elephants. And so, you know, a few of them were, like, riding through a field. And it's weird because the, f- the, the field was purely green. And as you know, tigers are orange predominantly right however you literally could not see it until it was out of the grass and huh. leaping um and has one of its paws up and is able to scratch some guy's leg on an elephant oh my goodness those things are powerful that's insane yeah Whew. <laughs> have you ever done any artwork with animals <laughs> weird transition <laughs> honestly no i like that question I don't think I have. Do you have a dog? I do have a dog. Why don't you paint him? I could. Oh, okay, wait. I did. This is kind of sad, but my dog passed away last year. Oh, I'm sorry and, to bring that up. But no, it's good. I painted I painted him, so. Oh, so he will always <laughs> yeah, be exactly. around. It was kind of cute because I made one for me, my mom, and sister. And so I did a little watercolor sketch, and then we put his little paw print, so. What about dad? Um. I'm just kidding. You don't have to answer <laughs> No, it's, there's a logical reason. Oh, really? When I well, when I give gifts to my mom, it's more like mom and dad. Uh, so like okay. by association, it's like oh, okay, got for it. the parents. But got you know, it. mom receives the gifts because dad uh, just puts them aside. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> understandable. My mind it just um, it processes things differently. So like I literally took that literally. Oh. <laughs> and I was thinking, wait, this is this doesn't sound right. <laughs> oh, good. Excellent. Do you have any upcoming projects in terms of art? Oh, wait a minute. Um, I totally forgot, but it's like one of the coolest things that you do. It's um where you paint the walls um in like not oh. in the mills area. Wall crawl. It? That's what it is. Yeah. Yes. Wall crawl. Oh, I love that place so much. There. Wait, is it a place or is it an event? It's a place. So it's actually a photo studio. Have you been yet? You have. I have not. In fact, I'm literally a- the only kind of exposure i have to it is through your stories that's awesome no they're amazing it's run by um a husband and wife team i know they have a little baby son mazel tov to them yeah exactly but they are the best i got i think it was two years ago i first started with them but i helped them with their second installation and so they switch out their backdrops quarterly but these aren't just regular like photo studio backdrops they're like ups like the coolest ideas we had she paints like pink unicorn she'll have like lollipops giant gumdrops like for christmas every kid's dream yeah no truly so um it's like the coolest photography studio you could ever see so yeah i was with them for i guess two years now yeah and yeah they've 
they are truly one of the best companies I've ever worked for. And I'm so grateful um, for that time because I got to develop as an artist and confidence in myself as well. And then I also got to meet other cool creatives because they bring in like other artists to help with installations and also um, with other murals. So sometimes they hire different artists to help with murals. So got to meet a lot of native people and get to paint at the same time and get paid, which was perfect. So I'm doing everything I love. That's triple threat right there. I know, right? (laughs) What was your favorite project that you worked on while at Wall Crawl? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, I will say I did get tasked um, with the space wall. So I was able to do this like galaxy theme um, and used like sponging for like clouds and then that was probably one of my favorites that sounds like an awesome concept yeah it's really cool i actually have a picture if you want to see oh yeah absolutely it's just that when people are listening they'll be like oh i can't listen to the photo yeah on my instagram i'm actually pulling out my instagram so you could see (laughs) wow that's actually really cool so um folks will actually link this in the in the description below (laughs) so you can go take a look for yourself yes for sure so that was one of my favorite ones, the space wall. Space wall, nice. Yeah. And uh, how many, uh, how many like total murals have you worked on while there? Would you say? Ooh, that's tricky because each install is different. Jeanette's, um, she was my leader and boss, so she has the ultimate plan in her head, and she would just be like, okay, so for this install, we're changing this wall and this wall and this wall, and it's all strategic, like which ones are coming up for Christmas or which ones are coming up from future, how long the walls have been there. So it really just depended on like the timing and what was occurring. So Okay, awesome. Yeah. I like that actually. Yeah. Um, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, no one would want to take a picture in front of Santa, you know, in the middle of July. <laughs> they actually bring a real live Santa in, which is really cool. Do they now? Yeah. So they get pictures with Santa. Um the kids can so it's pretty neat <laughs> are these guys like creepy as santa no 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 he's a good santa okay good yeah <laughs> it's just one guy too so it's funny because as a jew um my birth mother was christian so there are like photos of me as a little as a little toddler on santa's lap oh <laughs> i'm actually allergic to watermelon and so i found that actually I, well you know yeah. when i when i eat it it just makes my mouth itch and so yeah. when i was in korea my other grandma my halmoni um, she was like 93 and, oh, um, wow. and so because I hadn't seen her, um, for 20 years up until that point, um, she, she, um, got us a watermelon and then she was like, she was like, eat, eat. Oh, and so, you no. know, and they're very, and they venerate elders over there. So I was like, okay. And so oh, I, as I was no. eating it, you know, with my mouth super itchy, she was like, you know, is it good? And I, <laughs> and I go, nah, you know, good, yeah. anything for you, Hanwoni? Even for your mouth to itch, eating watermelon. Yeah, and actually, um, unfortunately, she passed away um, last oh, year. Oh, I'm so sorry. I appreciate it, but, you know, it's she, she was like 93. so she, Her memory lives on. Correct, <laughs> especially whenever I look at watermelon thinking, nope, not going to eat that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, it's actually because of her that I actually started learning Korean. Really? Uh, on the Duolingo app as well. And uh, wait, you said you're learning German too now. So I bought the subscription membership whatever you want to call it yeah and you have access to all their languages and so wow so right now i can read in korean and russian arabic is a bitch to learn oh my goodness i'm also dipping my toes in french and spanish a little bit of finnish other stuff like that that's so neat 
Good job. Well, thank you. It's a fun little hobby, and you know, might as well do something that makes me less dumb. What? <laughs> less dumb? No. You're gaining knowledge. <laughs> exactly. We're getting knowledge up in here, yo. <laughs> so, going with the whole entrepreneurial, or, uh, sorry, entrepreneurial. <laughs> it's a hard word. It, I even stutter over it sometimes. It's a tongue twister. Yeah, really. Entrepreneurial. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of R's. So, there's the whole social media aspect of that. Yes. Do you create your own graphics and whatnot? Yep. So I create everything, the content, photos, pictures, graphics, all that. What do you use usually? Do you use like Adobe or do you use any other programs as well? Honestly, Canva has helped out a lot. Canva's pretty good. Love Canva. Lifesaver. I use Procreate on my iPad for my digital graphics and yeah. And then I have my handy dandy Sony camera and Canon. Procreate. That's kind of a poorly named I know. Project. It's every time I say it, sometimes I'll get the it's an interesting name and I'm like, yeah. But then the logo's literally like a rainbow, like a so. I bet that app must be hot right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I'll put that in the joke graveyard. <laughs> Even though you do put out a lot of stuff on social media, especially about you and your works and whatnot, you've been kind of off social media, I've noticed. I have. <laughs> How long has it been? I think it's about two months now since August. What really? is it? It's October, August, September. Yeah, totally off the grid. <laughs> Any reason why? Yeah, so actually I, first of all, was the comparison. I struggle a lot with it. And so it was getting to a really detrimental point to where I would go on my phone and I would be scrolling and I would just compare, compare, compare. And it, well, it's so crushing. Yeah. And while I'd love social media and the positive aspects it's giving me, such as like connections, friends, like virtual friends, advertising is nice, but there were also the downsides I was seeing. So it honestly wasn't even like a conscious, like, okay, I'm going to stop social media from now until X. Like, it really was just like, it started with a day. You know what? I'm going to take a break today. Just didn't post anything. And then, you know, the next day came and I was like, you know what? That was kind of nice. I'm just going to take another day off and then another. And before I know it, I was just... It's two months. It's, yeah. And it's honestly been one of the best things I think I could do for myself because... Um, during this time as well, I got a new full-time job. I Mazeltov. Thank you, thank you. I really love it. And then my um, master's degree. So I'm in my third semester, and I'll graduate next year. But what are you getting your master's in? Um, inter or interdisciplinary studies. Okay. So my concentrations are entrepreneurship and communications. Excellent. So yeah. So with that though, the communication classes have pretty been pretty like deep diving into some pretty heavy topics and um it's really allowed me as an individual to learn more about myself about society how we perceive things and one of my classes is actually a social media class and in communication and look how far um, we've come now social media is an actual class but it's interesting because it talks about the techniques of like how we interpret social media and how we utilize it so for instance i think it also hit me that with social when it comes to social media Part of the addiction is that we're able to put a sense of ourself um, however we want people to see it. So for instance, like you and I are friends, so you know every aspect of me. But on social media, I'm typically referred to as the art girl because I post all my art stuff or like my art things or, you know, that kind of vibe. So it's really, it's almost like social media. We have this sense of we're able to manipulate it to what we want others to perceive us. So I found that pretty interesting because... 
I don't think it's ever possible to put your full true self on social media. Um, Mm -hmm. Just because they're, you know, I'm not sharing my everyday struggles, but I'm not sharing other deep parts, but I, I post the things that I want people to know. And so it is very manipulative in that aspect of like what we want others to see and what we don't. So I don't know. It just got to a point where I was like, you know what? I think I just need a little break because school and my full time and adjustments were also happening. So I was like, I just I can't juggle it all at the moment. So that's kind of where it started. But yeah, sounds like a lot on your plate at that time. Yeah. And it was really I highly recommend to anyone listening. If you even ever just feel overwhelmed, like just taking a break, just take a social media break and see how it makes you feel. Because even me, who was so consistent to the point of like, you know, I had my influencer phase and brand deals. And while it was nice to have that extra money, I really had to like take a step back and be like, what's the purpose of this? Is this just for money? Is this fulfilling me? And um, I realized that it it wasn't necessarily because I'm promoting a product that sometimes I'm like, do I even like this product? But I got money, you know? So I really had to like digest that for myself and be like, okay, you need to take a step back. So that's what I did. It's a hustle. I I respect it. Yeah. But that's kind of that story. And so now, I mean, I do want to get back on, but I think I'm going to be more intentional with what I post, with what I share. Um, I do hope to put more parts of me on social media. I think it got to a point where it was all business, business, business based to where Mm -hmm. like when I posted things about myself or my life or even my boyfriend and I, it was like they wouldn't get as much as... Reception because it's not quote-unquote art. Yes, correct. So I think I also am just trying to figure out that balance of like, do I make a personal account? Do I keep my art here? Or, you know, those separations. So I feel like it'd be a lot of accounts to just juggle through and then it's just... Exactly. So then it's stressful and then I'm like, okay, what am I posting on today? So Yeah, and then you accidentally make a post that was made for another account on on a... Yep. (laughs) It's like, it's as if someone would like post a booty pic on their like, you know, business account. It's just like, whoops. And then... Oh no. Wow, I just got a lot of... Wow, I just got a lot of business all of a sudden. (laughs) So like stuff you put on your social media and art and stuff like that you've also put out stuff that you are a multi-instrument multi-instrumentalist yes yes another difficult word that i, I know. tongue twisted yeah um yes i do play various instruments i how many oh at one point in my life i had this list down but i used to play flute um and band in nice. like middle school so like that doesn't really count because i probably couldn't play it today but main instruments are piano and guitar I do play drums a little. That's mainly my dad, though. That's He's, pretty sick, though. Yeah, I do love it. Um, and yeah, that's that's the list. Wow. There was one more I think I'm forgetting, but maybe it'll come to me. <laughs> I'll count flute for you because I still say I still claim that I can play somewhat sax. Oh, okay, cool. I played that in middle school. Nice. So. See, and it makes you feel better that you can say that, like, hey, I played this. So. I mean, at least you I did it. I think we should still add it. Correct. <laughs> I mean, you played the flute. I mean, you yeah. learned the notes at one point. You yeah. knew the scales. And the thing is that it probably taught you how to, like, read music at least. Mm-hmm. Or at least understand, like, timing and all that kind yeah. of stuff. It's kind of surprising how, how many people don't know about timing of, of any kind of sort. Especially, like, I don't... So, back um, when Shelby and I were in Greek life at the University of Central Florida, there would be um, some philanthropy events that were dance competitions and... Um, I don't know if you ever did any of the dance. I did. Oh, you did? <laughs> you did shake down like lipstick and all that stuff? Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, re- I, re- I remember. Did you? Yeah. You, did. I, yeah. Yeah. you probably noticed that a lot of people didn't have timing or rhythm there. 
and it's yeah. just like for us you know since we had some kind of musical background uh growing up it's like yeah. well not me but you know i was in middle school but <laughs> anyway no uh, but still you kind of learn that some people don't know timing very well and you're thinking isn't this just supposed to be like born into everybody i guess not yeah that is true that's something i didn't really think about but yeah we are very very blessed to understand timing <laughs> timing is everything yeah really and not just in like dancing or music but in comedy yeah in relationships not that i've ever been in one <laughs> yeah that's right i've been single 26 years of my life danny <laughs> any you've been like dating though i've seen you date before eh, kind of there was this period where i dated three women in a row uh <laughs> But no, no, not not at the same time. Oh, I was like, no, no, listen, Danny. listen, I'm a player, but I'm not a pimp. Oh, very good. I'm a good boy. Don't worry. Yes, you are a great guy. Oh well, thank you. <laughs> I'm just saying my morals are intact, though. Yeah. That's, all, that's all that matters. Yeah. Got you. Yeah, in fact, one, t- in fact, uh, the first, um, <laughs> first of those dates was a 38 year old woman, and I'm 26, and I, and she asked me out. What? Yeah. Wow. Where'd you guys meet? Um, we went to the Robinson, nothing fancy, but, um, we, oh, sorry. She was friends with the venue owner that we were shooting. We kind of just spoke and then she she wanted to talk to me about like doing photography projects, but then she was talking about like doing risque kind of shoots. I'm like, oh, (laughs) oh my goodness. I was just like, uh, I don't know. I mean, she was, she was a, she was a, she was a great person. Yeah. Yep. I was just like, um, she was, yeah. I mean, let's put it this way. I thought to myself and I was like, she was in middle school when I was born. Oh my gosh. Yeah. When you put it like that. Yeah. <laughs> Not saying that there's anything with wrong, wrong with older women. No, it's just, yeah. I just no. thought that that thought came into my head and all of a sudden I was like, wow. Yeah. Now that I think about that, it's kind of odd. <laughs> but then again, you know, there's celebrities who've done way worse. Oh yeah. For I mean, sure. I mean, guys dating people and old enough to be their granddaughters. I don't know why, but what I just said, my mind just bolted to R. Kelly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Speaking of music. Yeah. <laughs> music, back to music. <laughs> What's your main instrument of choice? If I had to pick, it would be piano. It's the instrument I've played the longest and it's the one that I'm more um, comfortable with. Okay, so I have a weird question as someone who was in music back in middle school. Is it a percussion instrument or is it a string instrument? Okay, that's a great question. There are obviously strings in the piano. That's exactly so, why like, I asked I don't, that. Yeah, I... But then the hammers hit the strings, so it's like yeah. kind of kind of. You know what? Time. We should look that up sometime. <laughs> we should definitely look that up sometime. My that's... brain is not in that mode right now, so... <laughs> we'll, no, we'll... It's, a, it's, a good, it's a good question. I, I never even... Yeah. I should know that too. So what are your favorite genres to play on the piano? Ooh, honestly, okay, so when I was little, I'll start it back. My parents put me in piano because my mom played piano growing up. That was important to her. I played so. As the son of a Korean, my mom also put me with piano lessons, <laughs> but, but they never set in. So anyway, continue. <laughs> oh, no. But no, similarly, I was kind of stubborn about, not stubborn, but you know, it was like, you, have you practiced piano today? And I'm like, oh, like, you know, just wanting to play when I want to play. Mm-hmm. I had the basis and the foundation of scales. I knew the notes. I could sight read. I could read music. Everything was in place. And then finally I was like, you know what? I want to quit the lessons, but like, I'll teach myself. So I ended up quitting the lessons. I had been doing it for like a couple years too. So it was like consistent. And then... 
I started looking up YouTube tutorials because those were big then. So I, still big now, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, no, but that was kind of like, I don't know when YouTube, when was YouTube made? But it was like kind of new. I remember having it back in middle school. So at eighth grade, I was watching YouTube clips of like 30 seconds to get me past the flu. <laughs> and so I think it must have come out in like early 2000s or something like that. 2005. Wow. Just looked it up. Only 2005? No, exactly. Isn't that crazy? So that was kind of like, it was just starting to happen. And so I found these clips and I was like, wait, this is really cool. So then I just started learning songs that I liked. So I've never necessarily had like a very strict genre. Um, I would say it was more so if I was in the car and I heard a song I liked like Everglow by Coldplay Love that song. I was like, oh, I like that piano part Like maybe I'll learn it and then I go home and I just learn that little trill and then I'm like, I'm good So it's just it's kind of like when I feel like playing I can play and I kind of love it because I don't feel pressured to play anymore That's kind of the love and that that's something that I've noticed yeah. It's that love of the art that drives you because I realized that um, once you put a grade or some kind of yeah like tangible reward to it it kind of diminishes you know it's yeah. it's meaning to you exactly i mean i wanted to learn french really bad because when i grew up playing hockey i thought i'd i, I thought it'd be useful in canada turns out it's only useful in quebec but anyway oh my god but anyway um so i learned so i learned it but it's like it's all just evaporated away and um yeah where's it going with this i completely forgot i'm still shocked at the hockey fact though Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I have some funny stories, and there's actually this one injury that just hurt. Oh, my God. Every time I think about it, oh, it's no. just the worst. Oh, gosh. Luckily, it was nothing due to me being cut from a skate, but um, right. I did take a slap shot to the cup. <gasps> oh. I was out the entire practice. Oh, no. <laughs> as soon as it happened, I literally could not get up. To no. My dad and another coach had to, like, come, oh, like, no. you know, carry me off the ice. <laughs> oh, gosh. Dang. What about you in soccer? What was your worst sports injury? I did something to my ankle, and it's still never been the same, but it wasn't sprained, but they couldn't figure out what it was. It was, like, a ligament tear, but it wasn't fully torn, and so it was, like, half. I don't know, but, Well, yeah. good thing it wasn't fully torn, because that would have yeah. been even worse. Yeah, exactly. So, grateful for that. <laughs> And another adult thing you learn is that, you know, you're thinking, if you're just hurt, why don't you go get better? And then you're like, oh, now I know why. Oh, no, exactly. Yeah. It's like, I can get the surgery, but I'd have to sell my kidney in order to do so. And then the time off and then, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's not even worth it. Yeah. So. Man, it's amazing how we go from kidney removal from music. That is, the, we do get sidetracked. But anyway, uh, oh. main point. <laughs> yeah, the main point um, um, with that is, uh, so since you don't really have any genres that you usually yeah. play, um, what are some of your favorite songs that you've learned? The first piano song that I ever really like learned by memory and could like just whip it out like that was mm -hmm. like River Flows in You by Yuruma. I might be pronouncing it wrong. Y-I-R-U-M-A is how it's spelled that sounds accurate enough yeah so we'll see but um that was one of my favorites and then that slowly evolved into my music writing and so oh you write music too yeah yeah so look, look at you yeah so that evolved to um i mean nothing like crazy but it's like chord progressions and then i'll add in my lyrics and then 
So that evolved into my dad taking me to a studio in Tennessee when I was like 15, I guess. And um, we recorded a couple songs and it was awesome. And so then we went back every year because my family is from Tennessee. So when we were visiting relatives, we'd just hop to the studio a couple days and then we'd have some songs and memories. So Oh, that's really nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And then I put them on Spotify. So they're there, but... They're also embarrassing. I feel like it's a Hannah Montana moment where I'm like, I kind of want to take them off or change the name because now they're gonna, so old. Now I'm going to go specifically listen just so I can oh, be like, Shelly, no. you sound like a juvenile kid. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, now I remember what I was going to say. Do you ever play by ear? Yes, I have. Yeah. Nice. It's more difficult for me. I'm not the best at it, but I, I can. I can do it. And it's cool when I do because it's kind of fun, like a reward, like trying to listen and then you finally hit it and you're like, I got it. And then like. That's right. And it's just like self-exploration. Yeah. So it is very, very neat. Um, what I was going to say that is um, what you said reminded me of um, there. There was a song by Van Halen called Right Now. And the beginning piano part is one of the most epic I've ever heard. Uh, so I have to listen later. So I attempted to write it down. <laughs> so um, I attempted it. But then after a while, it's like I kind of had it. But then. I never really 100% had it, so yeah. I was like, nah, this isn't for me. <laughs> oh, good. Wait, so do you play guitar? Your guitar um, I actually learned a few more songs over quarantine, but I forgot them all because I've just been... Yeah. It's just been a bad year for me. Well, yeah. not not bad, just hasn't been the best. Yeah. But um, if there are two songs that I still can play, it's uh, Banana Pancakes. Oh, I love that song. And Blackbird by the Beatles. Oh, perfect. Oh, and a horse but with no name, but that's because it's literally two notes. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> hey, it's still something. I have something to play besides Wonderwall at a party. Yeah. So I don't look like that total douche. <laughs> I know you play guitar as well. What are your, some of your favorite songs to play on there? When I first started guitar, Taylor Swift was really big. So I think Great. those were kind of, those were the songs I loved. Well, come to think of it, since your family's from Tennessee, you're a little bit more country than she is because she's from Pennsylvania. It- Wait, is she really? She's from Pennsylvania. Oh my goodness. For some reason, I thought it was Tennessee. Nope. Wow. Huh. Crazy. <laughs> she you... definitely has the accent, though. Like, she had it. Oh, I guess it's oh, gone come now. come on. But... Anyone can use a southern accent. It's not that hard. <laughs> Especially when you live with a bunch of them here in Florida. Oh my gosh. Those are good. Have you ever thought about doing comedy, like impersonations? Those are good. Um, people have told me that um, before, and uh, I don't know. I've, I guess I never just come through with it, because I'm like, I don't know where to start. You, could, you definitely could. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but Taylor Swift and uh, anybody yep. else that's like comes to your mind? Honestly, any indie alternative song that I'm into at the moment, <laughs> I can't think off the top of my head. So so it's like I do have bands that are Ill- indie alternative, but like yeah. I still have a hard time grasping onto the definition of what, what indie alternative really is. Because it's like it's not necessarily rock, but it's not pop either. It's right. just kind of like a subtle blend of. No, I, yeah, I'd kind of say it is like a blend of everything. So it's kind of like it has its own little section because it is a blend of everything. Correct. And it's not like hipster music from like the early 2000s, like the Decemberists or like, um, Death Cab for Cutie. Mm. Love Death Cab. Like every time I heard any of their music, I just wanted to crack open an IPA and wear a flannel. (laughs) I mean, I can't grow a beard, otherwise I would. That's funny. No, they are. Yeah. Bonnie Vare is my favorite. Oh, they're great. Favorite all time. So he's my number one. Oh, it's a one person band? It's so Justin Vernon is the lead singer. 
And then he does have a couple of people, but it's mainly him. He has okay. his electronic thing that he do 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 do, and then <laughs> his voice. So, but yeah, kind of reminds me of like Passion Pit. Um, it's yes, re- yes. It's, oh, yeah, uh, I love Passion Loved. Pit. I've seen them in concert. Really? Yeah. How are they? They're incredible. Really? It was a couple of years ago. It was in high school, but Two Door Cinema was there as well. They're good. So. How did I miss the show? <laughs> it was both of them together. I know it was kind of crazy. It was like a two in one. And it was just a regular concert. It wasn't like a festival of some sort. Yeah, no, it was just a regular concert. It was at like the, um, I think St. Augustine Amphitheater. Wow, that's awesome. So, are you yeah. from St. Augustine originally? No, no, just I was born in Ocala, and then I moved to Orlando when I was four. Got it. So you're native essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. So it's funny because it's it it's Bon Iver, right? Mm-hmm. I, I believe. I'm not 100%, but every time I, I want to say Bon Iver, right? which sometimes I'm lazy and I will say it, but I, mm-hmm. I definitely think it is. Because I, I was actually reading about it because their music is really calming. So like mm-hmm. I would I used to listen to it to help me go to sleep. No, same, and, yeah. And so um, I would look them up on Wikipedia and it turns out their name is supposed to mean good winter in uh, French. Mm-hmm. So you're correct with Bon Iver. Yeah, it is French. That's what it was. Yeah. I, I need to get used to like saying the Iver. Iver. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's my five years of, of, of French. French. <laughs> I can pronounce a band name correctly. Yeah. And the thing is that they didn't even spell it correctly because the Iver in French um, has an H in front of it. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Yep. I wonder why he did that. I don't know. Must have been like an artistic choice. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Since your dad plays drums, do you ever do it with him? Yeah, so we actually, that's my favorite thing to do with him is because we grew up bonding over music, so I would always play guitar or piano and he'd play the drums, so um, sometimes we'll do gigs and just play music out, you know, on a whim, or um, at the university club downtown, that's where we'll play a lot, Um, and yeah, I did a local restaurant recently, it's just for fun too, it's just like a little weekend thing, and we have our set list, and then he's on his drums, his djembe drum, and then I have my guitar and mic, so yeah, it's just special memories too, because it's cool that I get to say like, my dad and I can play music together and just jam whenever, so. Yeah, my dad can't even, my dad can play an instrument to save his life. No, really? Oh, no. Yeah. He said he has little short like sausage fingers as he oh. as he as he describes. Tell him it. to get into drums. My dad he broke his pinky and so it's like bent permanently. Oh, so, yeah. Eek. He I think he jammed it in like something when he was younger. He jammed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's a drummer too. Amazing. Mic drop. We're done. Podcast over. Let's 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 wrap it up. Um. So yeah. He plays the drums, and that's why it's good for his hands. What is your favorite song to play with him? Or, like, is there a special song that you and your dad have that you play together? He loves when I play the song Skinny Love by Birdie. Um, it's her version on piano. So it's basically Bon Iver's Skinny Love, but okay. it's the piano version um, hmm. done by Birdie. So I, I take that version, and I that's his favorite. Um, and then every time we play... My mom is typically listening, so then we play her favorite song that I do, which is Lost Boy by Ruth B. So mm, I don't think I've ever heard of it. I think, B. here, I'm going to play because I think if you heard it, you'd recognize it. It got really popular on, what was the app before TikTok that they took? Vine. 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 It, oh, it, was, a, it was really popular wait, on Vine. Wait, here's the thing. I don't know if you can play that because when I, I don't know if I'll get flagged for copyright. Oh, touche, touche. Okay, good point. I'll listen to it after, I promise. <laughs> but, as, oh, good. but as soon as you brought up, I'm Lost like, copyright. Bo- yeah. <laughs> red flag um yeah 
Lost Boy by Ruth B. Definitely, we'll check it out. Yeah. And we'll also definitely check your music out. Oh, gosh, yeah. Be careful. Tread with caution. <laughs> um, I'll make sure that I have money for replacement speakers. Oh, no. Just kidding. No, she's fantastic, folks. <laughs> I've actually heard you sing before a couple times. You have? Um, it's, I mean, it was, it was like during setup for Nython, which for everyone listening, Nython oh, is yeah. the is the student run the largest uh student run philanthropy at the university of central florida that raises um money for the children's miracle network specifically the winnie palmer winnie palmer and winnie and arnold no wait yeah i'm sorry just whenever brandon said it so quickly i (laughs) it's just he would always say so quickly and so fluently i'm thinking are those words he just uttered (laughs) Well, anyway, so the Arnold and Winnie Palmer Hospitals, um, they raised money for that. And when Shelby and I were working together for that organization, um, we raised over a million dollars per every year we were on, I think. That was the best year. It was a good year. I think, which one? 2018. 18, yeah. Yeah, It was the the year I graduated, I remember. Oh, no, that was a good year, yeah. Great memories. It's, It's so weird that it's like... That was three years ago, and I think that was the last time I ever, like, fully saw you. Do you think? Or maybe there might have been once. I feel like I've seen you out, like, out and about. Like, maybe once, maybe, but, like, that's about it. Yeah. Dang. It's crazy. It's it's amazing. (laughs) Time flies when your life is crumbling apart, right? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) So, do you have anything coming up music-wise? You know, I would love to get back into it. I was watching the Taylor Swift documentary with, you know, Chris Hickson. That... He was a Nython too, but one oh, of my oh, yeah, one yeah, of my so dear I, friends, yes. Chris, he loves Taylor Swift. So he... oh wait, never mind. I was thinking of Chris Hansen from To Catch a Predator. <gasps> oh. I was like, is that the guy from To Catch a Predator? My bad. No. So anyway, go ahead. Oh good. But he's one of my dear friends, and he got me into it. So we started watching it, and um, I don't know. I kind of miss that aspect of songwriting because it mixes the writing aspect with, you know, this powerful sense of like music and feeling. So, yeah. It'd be good to get back into it. I hope I do. <laughs> awesome. All right. And now we have come to that part of the Big DK Energy episode where we now find out more about our guest in the bonus question round. Woo. Awesome. <laughs> so here are 10 questions that I crafted for you. Awesome. You do not know about them ahead of time because I want them to be special, but don't worry. It's nothing that you'll lose your job over. Perfect. Yeah. It's not. I don't want to do that to somebody. I want to make sure that y'all... <laughs> Y'all eat. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Excellent. So, you ready? Yeah. Question number one. If you could have your artwork displayed at any venue, where would it be? Also, you're allowed to to have two celebrities promote the event. Who would they be? Um, The Met. (laughs) And Bonnie Iver. um, And Brene Brown. Who's she? She's one of my favorite authors. Um, she speaks on vulnerability and authenticity. Um, and I just truly admire all of her work and everything she does. Awesome. I literally never heard of her, but um, I might have to check her work out. Yeah, then. definitely do. She, there's one book, um, The Gifts of Imperfections, and it talks about how we don't have to be perfect and how... Like, for me, a recovering perfectionist, it, like, talks basically to that and also how we find acceptance and belonging. And Well, I should yeah. get that book because I'm all, cause at least, like, 30 minutes before the actual podcast, it's just me having anxiety over, is everything no. correct? 
Yeah, it's definitely a good book. It really, sometimes I have to like flip back through it and like check it because it's so good. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> as the as the poet Ice Cube once said. <laughs> oh, wait, I will add, if you mean anywhere. What do you mean? Yeah, anywhere in the world. Okay, then in that case, it would be in Prague because I have such a connection to Prague and I love Prague. Oh, yeah, you studied abroad there, I right? I did, and it's my favorite place ever. And I get made fun of because I talk about it a lot, but it was the best transformative time in my life, and that was when I was most immersed in art. So it'd be in one of the museums in Prague. It was actually a goalie who was from the Czech Republic that um, got me to play hockey. So. Oh, get out! Yep. Wait, that's amazing. Yep, his name is Thomas Vokun. Doesn't play anymore, but I remember meeting him when I was in middle school. And you know, athletes, I didn't realize how big some of them are, but yeah, it looked so. I wear like a big chest protector to make sure that my chest cavity isn't crushed by a puck. Yeah, but it looked like he was wearing a chest protector when he was just wearing his jersey. And I'm like, wow, I didn't realize how big he was. <laughs> so, question number two perfect if you could time travel and play with any band, assuming they let you join, who would you join and what instrument would you be playing? Can you guess? <laughs> Bon Iver, yep. and which instrument? Piano. <laughs> or sing. Honestly, I think that'd be surreal to sing next to him. So we'll go with piano slash backup singer. Correct, yes. But I feel like I'm cheating this question because I have mentioned Bon Iver so much that I should pick someone else. Yeah, yeah there's got to be someone besides him. I do. I did love Birdie. Birdie for a host. Oh, Lord. I'll do Lord. I'll pick her. Okay. Very, very fan. Yeah, 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 yeah. You like Lord. <laughs> Do you get the reference? <laughs> oh, it's from South Park. Oh, okay. No, I don't get the reference. Oh, that's a shame. So sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. It's all right. We'll forgive you this one time. Thank you. Um. Oh, and the kind of the the three C for that que- the two C for that question because you know it's like those math questions. Yes. Um. Where would the venue be? Ooh. Mm, I. You can pick anywhere in the world. Dang, Danny, these are good questions. <laughs> and this is only number two. I know. Shoot. <laughs> um, Red Rocks. That's a solid answer. Yes, yes. Red, it, that's surreal. It's beautiful there. Yeah. yeah I've, uh, you know what? I need to take a vacation soon. But You I first, should. Go there. Once I get some guap, I will. <laughs> number three. If you could have any talent in the world that you don't already have, what would it be? Gosh, Danny. <laughs> Hmm. Okay. Wait, can we come back to this one so I can think about it while we ask the next one and then come back? Okay, fair. <laughs> but there's a 3B for that question. What's one of your favorite talents that oh, what's okay. of yours Oops. that you currently have? I would say I don't know if this would be considered a talent, but I do I'm very not proud of my emotional intelligence, but I do enjoy um communicating effectively with others if that makes sense so that is definitely a skill because as someone on the spectrum i had to learn that really yeah oh yeah absolutely we you know we kind of have to learn it through trial and error but some people just naturally have it yeah well most people actually kind of naturally have it so that's a thing yeah i definitely so to me it's kind of like you have a superpower oh thank you it's it's definitely something that i also try to improve too so i think i work on it a lot but yeah, that's one skill that I enjoy because I can communicate more effectively with people and also have deeper conversations than a regular surface basis. Because so. you can kind of read off the emotion yeah. and then come up with a question on top of that and that kind of delves into a lot more and branches out into a lot more. Correct, yes. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot, Thanks for actually. asking that question. That was a good one. Of course. <laughs> I'll get back to the first part. 
Yeah. If when I think. At number 10, if we don't have it, um, we'll just come back to it. So, Perfect. Number four. Tell me one childhood event that has been one of your all-time favorites. Oh, just one? Yeah. Ooh. See, that's the thing. I want to make you think. Okay. I really can't pinpoint it to, like, one, but I will say that growing up, there's always this beach trip. It's a family reunion with the whole entire family, and that's something I look forward to every single year. Um... And it's because I get to grow up. I grew up knowing my cousins. I grew up knowing my aunts and uncles. We have such a strong relationship. Um, but it was also just one week of we get a beach house on the beach and we just relax. And what, New Smyrna, Daytona? Um, Myrtle Beach oh, nice. in South Carolina. So Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, so it's like a really great time. And um, I don't know. We have lots of traditions and memories we do. Like... When our pat passed away, we started doing like one night dedicated to him. So we'll write messages on balloons um, and then we would lift them. But then we realized that wasn't good for the environment. So then we switched to doing like bags and like fake candles. So those were cute. But Well, well that's very wholesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> despite the environmental damage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was um, from my sister. She was like, this is bad for the environment, which I appreciate. So we switched. Um, she's our sweet little ecological girl and she's actually currently, she does, sorry, this is off topic, but <laughs> she works at Bush Gardens now and she does tours with the giraffes. So that was always her dream of That's like so awesome. working with animals. So yeah. Anyway, Gi- giraffes are beautiful animals. They are. They're really cool. So off topic, but back on topic. Um, yeah. So I'd say that defined it a lot. Um, yeah, just being, cause I am very family based. So I think having that grounding of, um, being close to my family and having those memories together um, every year just really makes me feel happy. So, yeah. Well, well, well I'm very happy to hear that for you. <laughs> Thank you. Sounds, sounds like a good time. And uh, how many guests are usually in, in attendance? Uh, about 20. Wow. And we're all in one house. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, so, as you can imagine, chaos, but fun, like, like sleepover. Yeah. It kind of sounds like a spring break trip to like... Oh, yeah cancun or something yeah. like that it's, it's, it's 20 people sharing one room and one bathroom <laughs> yep cancun can't handle us it's like they were able to handle the 40 person party before yeah you're nothing yeah. <laughs> anyway um question number i think this is number five yeah question number five cool what is one aspect of your day that brings you tranquility Ooh, i will say i've started doing this um journaling where I will I bring my journal with me everywhere I go and if I have bursts of like inspiration to write then I'll write it down um and then I have another journal that I've used to write my gratitudes of the day so that like small moments from every day that I can remember so like for instance today I'm gonna write down how I had a photo shoot at um a sunflower farm which was super sweet and then I got to get they treated me to like blueberry lemonade afterwards and then that sounds dank right it was really good but like those small i've had things. blueberry milk before really it's really good that's a thing in maine it is wow it's, it's really good i Actually? highly suggest i really highly suggest it next okay, time okay i'll have to <laughs> i never knew that was interesting it's like they milk it from a blue cow or something like that <laughs> But yeah, those are, that's what brings me peace is like writing about because then when I reflect on my days at night, so I do it right before bed too. So when I reflect on my days, I am remembering the positives and the joys that my day brought me instead of my struggles. I like that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Kind of gives you a better peace of mind. Yeah. And then, of course, this is going in, in my journal tonight as well. I'm as so a gratitude honored. moment. Oh, I appreciate it. <laughs> Danny K podcast. Oh, thank you. If you want to draw, like, little slit eyes for the smiley face, it's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> Question number six. What is your ideal um, medium to work with and what is one piece of art that you are most proud of okay so like i i guess i kind of touched on it but it fluctuates like Mm -hmm. favorite medium so i think that's why i have like i'll have phases but right now actually i've really been enjoying writing really like just regular just handwriting like creative writing or so I know you meant artistically. So I'll get to the painting part, like actually. Writing is still creative. or You think? Does oh, it still count? A thousand, okay. a thousand percent. Cool. Um, I'm going to say writing then. So I've really enjoyed that. And my goal has always been to write a book. Um, at least that's my next goal. What kind of book? Self-help? Non-fiction? Self-help. Yep. Okay, nice. Self-help. Yeah. Or maybe I'm debating poetry too. I've really been into that too. Excellent. Just, you know, something fun and different. So I don't know. I never liked like confining myself to a box. So. It's been nice to like explore different areas. So boxes are okay, but that's why that's why more improved people are called well-rounded. <laughs> but um, sh- thanks Shelby's dad. <laughs> just imagine if like your dad was here to just play, just like oh I, yeah, just I've, sitting in on it. But, I, have a, um, I have a lot of bad dad jokes, so um, get get ready. What's your dad's name? Craig. <laughs> Craig, get ready. And uh, what's a piece of artwork that you're most proud of? That's kind of like the two B, the six B for that question. Ooh, most proud of. Okay, I would say it would have to be my grandmother's picture that I made for her. So she has her favorite church, um, and she just she adores this church. She found it late in her life. Um, it's right by her house. She goes alone every Sunday. Well, not alone, but like she'll go every Sunday, and she loves her church like crazy. So for one Christmas, I did this detailed piece of her church with all the like the structures and I really love painting building or not painting um sketching and pen and ink um for building so that was really an awesome moment to do so I think that would be one of my proudest pieces because um it brought me a lot of happy and she was obviously crying like she was so grateful so that was cool that's such a gratifying moment when yeah you see that. exactly I'm trying to think of like the biggest project I've done though like grand scale wise um definitely the wedding paintings are definitely pretty gratifying as well just because you have to finish them within a certain amount of time and so by the end of it you're like wow i just did that (laughs) in that amount of time so i was only forced to but it worked (laughs) yeah so those are also pretty awesome to do and then mural um i guess also working out wall crawl gave me a lot of opportunities to explore like murals so that was awesome too Excellent. Yeah. All great answers. Thank you. Good answer, good answer. Good questions. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Survey says... <laughs> Number seven. What is one thing you know your past self would be proud of you for? Mm. See, this is funny because I actually was talking with my friend the other day and I'm like, I feel like my past self would be disappointed in my future self. Why, and why do you say that? So I say that because I have such ambition. I'm such a, like, goal, ambitious person oriented. Like, I'm always, like, I need to achieve, achieve, achieve. Nothing wrong with that. Um, exactly. But um, my my past self was so ambitious to the point of where, like, that's why I say, like, she probably wouldn't be proud of myself today. But present Shelby now is very grateful for how I've navigated different seasons of life and realizing that um, things fluctuate and things change and adjusting and adapting to that. So I think... 
that's what I'm very grateful for. What was the question again? Did I hit it? Yeah, you, you did. <laughs> or did I get off track? <laughs> no, you did. Um, it was, what is one thing that your past self would be proud of you for? So it's Okay, just, it's, then I say adapting and changing. Adaptability. Yeah. You so, roll the punches and yet you come yeah, back stronger. Exactly. Stronger so. Shelby Swagger. <laughs> you said the last name right. I'm very impressed. Not a lot of people can do that. <laughs> Thank you. I bet a lot of people say Schweiger. Like <laughs> Number eight. Dream vacation and the itinerary. Oh, easy. Prague, then Berlin, then Switzerland. Actually, no. I've been to Switzerland and Berlin. So Prague, Spain, Greece, then land in London. Because that's where I want to live someday. <laughs> that's a pretty neat itinerary. I'd go on that trip. Yeah. Um, we'd definitely be eating all the like culture... Not culture, but all the... What is it like based cuisine? Yes, thank you. Blinking. Um, but yeah, you did all the good foods, all the cuisine. Sure, I can just stuff my face with fish and chips. That sounds like a blast. <laughs> okay, but if they're in London, they're really good. I bet. Yeah, so yeah, that'd be the itinerary. And then I want to learn languages, of course. So I'll probably like attempt to. Especially if you want to learn in London, you know, that's a whole melting pot of all the stuff, all the places they've conquered. So. <laughs> So therefore, it's going to be very multi, oh, no. multilingual. Yeah. Listen, I'm just spitting out the facts, yo. No, you're 100% right. Number nine. What is your favorite holiday and do you have a tradition for it? If so, what is it? Christmas. Yes. Um, I just feel like Chris, cause it, Christmas is like a whole month. It I think really that's is. why I like it. Because it's not just one day. It's like a whole month. And I think that's why I like it because it leads up. So um favorite christmas traditions obviously baking cookies uh with my family um recently we Wait, can you say that gingerbread men were getting baked at these christmas functions gingerbread men. um i don't know if we i don't think we baked gingerbread well good because the house would smell a different way oh okay now i got it i got you <laughs> danny but baking cookies that sounds yeah. real, that sounds really nice yeah and and then we'll put on christmas music and decorate the tree together so that's like the beginning of christmas got it like and how christmas. early do you set up like july so my mom january as soon as the new month hits or the new year hits or no yeah like take down or set up set up set up um my sister made a point a couple years ago because my mom likes to do it at thanksgiving like put it up but my sister's like, we need to enjoy Thanksgiving, and we can't do it until after. So I was like... Wait, you put up your Christmas, Christmas de decorations after Thanksgiving? No. My mom wants to... My mom likes to do it at Thanksgiving, because oh, then okay. it's, like, out of the way. She's like, the family's together. They can help me with the decorations. As so that's her... her, Which is smart. But my sister's like, no, we have to wait until December, so... True. I was going to say, as an American, I feel like that's a little too late to put up your Christmas yeah. decorations. <laughs> yep. Because yep. I feel like everyone just leaves them up from the last year. Yeah. And just reinflates them. Yeah. It's the Super Bowl. Why do you have Santa? There was one time where I decorated my room with like Christmas lights and I literally just kept them up until I left for college because I was like, this literally is, you know. It's like a little know. ring of light and happiness. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, and it, you know what? If you like it, then what, why? Why take it down? Exactly. <laughs> it's your room. Well, one, I was too lazy to take it down. And then Fair. two, I was like, it, it looks nice. good. Yeah. And it has a nice little ambience of just <laughs> chill. Yep. Last question. You're given a huge brick wall in a major city to create art for. 
and you have full creative control. Mm. Which city is the mural located, and what is it of? Okay, well, obviously I got a big Prague because I have such a connection to it. Um, there's a beautiful, there's a Charles Bridge, which is like overlooking both sides of the city, and um, there's a brick wall that I can literally imagine, and I would basically just paint a lot of like coming together, um, everyone uniting, and I know it's hard to say like, being in this world, like, everyone uniting together, but I don't know. It's all about connection, I think, and that's, like, something I live by is, like, my connections are what I really value and bring me a lot of happiness. So I think by painting a picture of just people connecting and either holding hands or talking or different race, different colors, everything, it, I don't know. I think I think that would be a good message to leave. That's a very wholesome message to leave. <laughs> I like that. Thank you. All right, and then, well, actually, that was the last question, but you're still not done answering question number three. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Remind me. It if was you a could, skill. If you could have any talent in the world that you don't already have, what would it be? I, oh, okay. I'd say gymnastics. Really? I don't know how people do it. I re- Like, I get, and I know it's, I think it's because people who are shorter are better at it, correct? Or... I would think so because they don't, because if you're tall and you have to, like, make all those flips, you, there's more of a chance correct. of you hitting something. There's, like, a physical reason why, I forget, but because, not that I'm super tall, but I was never the best. And I think I would love to be able to do, 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 do like, flips in the air. Somersaults, yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the air, like, they do, and then, like, do, do, do. They're skilled uh, to, yeah. uh, to an nth degree that I can only just fathom in my brain. Oh, yeah. See, I would love to do that, so... Absolutely. I'd say I say gymnastics. Okay. Well, these are all very solid que- uh sorry, solid answers. <laughs> thank you. They were solid questions. Well, thank you very much, Miss Swigert. So, <laughs> we have now come to the um to that part of the episode where we wrap up and awesome. well, Shelby, I just want to say thank you again for coming onto the show. Thank you. <laughs> of course. Shelby, you're just such a positive ray of light in thank whoever's you. life that you're in. I feel like people kind of see that from afar too, not just through your social media, but through your artwork and then also through just positive vibes and messaging. Just wanting to bring people together and just have, you know, just live a chill life and just, you know, do stuff to the, to the most creative nth degree. I would say those are the reasons why I think you, Shelby Swigert, have big DK energy. (laughs) Thank you, Danny. That means a lot. (laughs) Of course. That is really sweet. Of course. <laughs> We're going to be putting her all of her social media links, even though she doesn't really use them anymore. But um, <laughs> Soon. It's soon. coming. <laughs> okay, it's coming. So we'll put all of her uh, information in the description below. And um, any other things you want to promote before we head off? Yeah, I mean, I'll be back on social media soon with more intentions and um, just sharing more things that bring me happiness to try and help other people too. So if anything you take away from this, remember to do what's best for you and remember to take care of yourself and love others. Excellent. I think those are amazing messages. Thank you. Well, <laughs> Shelby, it was a pleasure having it you on the podcast. It was an honor, Danny. Thanks for having me. Of course, you had to be on. I immediately <laughs> knew it once I thought about it. Oh, thank you. And on that note, again, um, we'll put everything in descriptions. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, you know, that whole stuff, whether... It's just one person or 100, Every everything counts. Yes. So I'm appreciative and I thank all of you. And this is Big DK Energy signing off.